0: There's not enough whiskey in that drink. Oh, fuck. You nervous? You have that nervous energy. Yeah, oh, Look, guys, we gotta fucking do this. Yeah, let's get this thing started. I got shit to do. Welcome to your football fantasy. Oh, hello, Twiddle D Dumb and Dick Tips. Welcome back to the show. Your football fantasy coming at you here, episode number twenty-three. We skipped over twenty. Did you guys realize we should have made a big deal? No, no, we're not.
1: We're looking, at, we're looking at bigger things, buddy. Bigger mm-hmm. and
0: better. Looking at a thousand. We're gonna bring you some real shit for a thousand. I <laughs> might blow something up in a thousand. Uh, is Nuts here, your host. Next to me. Bullfrog is back for rankings episode number three. How you doing, Bullfrog? Doing
2: well, doing well, my friend.
0: And what is in your cup today? Coffee. Yeah, bitch. Little, Irish coffee.
2: A little bit of creamer.
0: Real creamer? Stevia in the raw. Yeah, but like is it flavored creamer? Oh yeah. Like hazelnut or something what like that?
2: Yeah. It's a mixture, a little peppermint, a little caramel vanilla.
0: That's a man That's right sweet. there. Sweet. He's drinking a man's drink. <laughs> I appreciate it and I yeah, approve. You
2: know. It's one of those nights. Thursday night. Keep yeah, it.
0: we're recording a week earlier. It's holiday it low weekend.
2: Keeping it low-key.
0: Some of us have shit to do and family to see. We just can't wait. Wiz! All the way on the other end of the couch. How are we doing today? Well, we're doing great today. Couldn't be better. I'm excited to be here, as always, with you two. Yes, at least you brought a beer along, like yeah. a man. One of us has to be out here. Whiskey and Coke on this side of the couch, thanks for asking. Today... We've got a nice, packed, full show for you. We're going to try our best to get this done in an hour. Step one, keep Bullfrog sober. Maybe he won't talk so much. Uh, we can get this fucking thing done for you. We are going to finish our rankings for you. We are going to rank tight ends and quarterbacks this week. We're going to follow the same formula we've been doing. Look at our consensus rankings. Pick out the handful of guys that we disagree on and defend those decisions. But before we get there... We've got some nice treats for you, brought to you by you today. We've got a five-star review to share with you. Stars and stripes. Our second five-star review on iTunes. Thank you, Bread Guy Fifteen. I don't know what that means. That's who knows
2: who that might be. That's a
0: fuck awful. (laughs) That is a fuck awful handle. I don't care what platform you're on. Bread Guy fifteen, I appreciate the five star review, but you got to change your fucking name. As promised, I am now going to read this five star review to you word for word, regardless of how much it pains me to do so. Here we go from Bread Guy fifteen. The show got much better <laughs> since Bullfrog joined the cast. Ah, oh, are you blowing? Blow oh. garbage. <laughs> Have not you, you. you ever heard
2: the joke? I, no. Old enough to go to the store? Old enough to get bread? I
0: don't... Where was the, the punchline? Is, is that coming?
2: I yeah. guess you guys just don't understand the lingo.
0: <laughs> I, I do
2: not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right! <laughs> What am I missing, and why am I missing it? I don't, I don't know. I don't care. It's a terrible. Name. Anyway,
2: maybe you, maybe somebody out there understands Alan. one. That, hmm. that was, from my dad, right there. You, I guess you got to have the wisdom of an Wait, old. Wait, did you
0: just tell us old, that old that old review man. came from your dad? No. Okay. Good. good. Uh, yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe Bullfrog enlightened the show. He did say right at the outset that he was going to bring some credibility, and he has certainly done that. I suppose um, that's not the only thing we have to bring to you. We've got a listener question.
1: Wait, are you going to read what the... That was, a, that was, a,
0: that was it? No, the entirety of the review said the show got much better since Paul Frog joined the cast. Out of all the
1: things you, your, your friend could have said, that's what he oh, said. It was
0: not not my friend. Or your dad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not my
0: dad. Red guy 15. I guess, he, I guess he likes the sound of your voice. Mmm, my mean? dreams. <laughs> Alright, so here's our listener question. This one comes to us from... Well, actually, it came to us on Twitter. You also can... Tweet your questions, at DweezNuts, all Zs, no Ss. Hey, Bullfrog, you got a Twitter handle that they people could follow?
2: Uh, Twitter? What's that? Big oh, Wiz? I don't big know what those whiz. things are. i am trying to get the
0: Big Wiz to join Twitter for Plot? a while. Plot? Yeah, Plot
2: Show? Plot Show. We've also,
0: show. same question from the same guy, came through on our email, yourfootballfantasy at gmail.com. He really wanted Do this question say to get from, answered. Yet? Uh, no. 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 I don't know where you guys are from. Comes, fra- comes to us uh, from the Twitter handle, at 10 Mr. Wreck. Mr. I don't, again, work on these names, people. What kind of fucking listener base have we built here?
2: Insults a lot of people. Wow. Listeners, I am sorry for <laughs> this behavior tonight. It's, uh... Here's the... You guys go out of your way to give us some reviews <laughs> yeah. and questions, and this is how you get treated. I
0: promise you they
2: wouldn't... Uh, this might be my last episode.
0: I, pr- <laughs> <laughs> I, pr- <laughs> I promise you they don't mind the insults. That's why they come back, because we're crude.
2: Well, you gotta mention what what, what else this guy said. And here's what 10
0: Mr. Wreck... Remember
2: what? On, that I messaged you?
0: Oh, whoa, oh, <laughs> damn it. Pull pull that up while okay, I read the yes. question, because this guy first asked this question, uh, and the question was, what are your guys' thoughts on zero running back strategy? Taking no running backs before the fifth round of your draft, so it's a question about your fantasy draft, no running back or zero RB, simply means just that. For the first five or so rounds, you don't take a running back, you focus on wide receivers, maybe tight ends, grab a quarterback in there. Presumably... Pick up one of these value, or two, three of these value running backs later. Uh, Mister 10 Mr. Wreck goes on to say uh, he'd really like Big Wiz to stop shouting in the mic with that high-pitched voice of his. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it would improve the quality of the audio it's if he did. It's probably true. Uh, this, listen, as, going, down here? as somebody that edits the fucking show each week, I am 100% on board <laughs> with Mr. Wreck here. Stop yelling, Wiz.
1: Um, if I wouldn't drink
0: alcohol, probably better. But we're gonna find out. You can count on that today. So let's get into this question. Mister Breck wants to know what we think about the zero running back draft strategy. I've already sort of answered him on Twitter, so I'll go last. Uh, why don't you? Why don't you jump us off there, Bullfrog? What's your thoughts?
2: Sounds good. Uh, you know, I think if you are middle of your draft to late pick, I think it's a, you know it's a strategy that might work for you.
0: When you say Um, middle of draft, you mean what spot? Six, seven,
2: eight? So, yeah, it depends on, you know, I think it really starts to turn the table at about six. You know, uh, if I was looking at my rankings, I think the first five are going to be running back heavy for sure. And that six hole is about the spot where you could start uh, throwing some wide receivers in there Well, we did talk
0: about last week and said that six was still running back heavy. Well, maybe Again,
2: depends. So, let's say you take... You know, let's say you weigh down a running back, then you must get a guy that's capable or will finish in your top ten running backs. So here's just a couple examples in the past three years. Uh, Kareem Hunt was uh, last year, you know, round ten, depending on when your draft was and the injury, but he finished the number three running back. Elvin Kamara ADP was 12.08, he finished the number four. Uh, Mark Ingram was a 5.1 ADP, he was in the top ten. 2016 Melvin Gordon was a ADP of 506 he was the number eight running back LeGarrette Blunt was an ADP 808 he was the number seven overall running back even further 2015 Freeman was an 8.12 ADP he finished as the number one overall running back D'Angelo Williams was 11.09 he finished as the number four overall running back so if you were able to get a Hopkins or a Brown and a an Allen, Thomas, Odell, Beckham, two receivers like that, a Gronk, a Diggs, and a quarterback like Watson or Wilson, and then you go and snag late-round running backs that finish in the top ten, That you win a championship right there.
0: But sure. you got to sure. be good
2: at those late-round running backs.
0: The issue is, so you were able to give us three, maybe four a year guys that went later than that that finished um, pretty high. Right. The problem is there were 40 running backs drafted around those guys each of those years. So if you're hitting that 10%, it's just so fucking hard to figure that out. Now, I'll i will give you like Mark Ingram last year, guys like that who are always undervalued, who always finish well, fine. But, you know, there's no way you can really call Alvin Kamara or before Spencer Ware's injury, Kareem Hunt last year. So it's a 100% crapshoot. The odds are drastically against you of landing one of these guys in the late rounds. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. Wiz, tell me your... I think it's a terrible idea. Okay. Um,
1: I would absolutely say no. I agree with Bullfrog that if you stumble on Kamara, stumble on Hunt, yes, you, great chance to win. Simple answer is your running backs have the biggest disparity. We talked about it last time where between running backs 10 and 20. Wide receiver is a complete crapshoot. The trick of fantasy ball is to be the best player available. No different than NFL Draft. I think you do not skip on the running backs. It doesn't make sense to me.
0: So you're, you're just saying best player available, period, regardless of who it is. So if that happens to be in the first two rounds of receiver, you do it. you do it. But you're not going into it thinking, I'm going to skip. I'm not skipping players, in. yes. Yeah. Uh, so for me, uh, I, I am 100% against this strategy. What was it, five, six years ago when people started talking about this? And I tried it out, and I didn't really like it. I, let me give you some statistics, guys. Like the, Part of the reason people started this strategy in the first place or, or it hit really big is that uh, there was a lot of turnover in the top 10 running backs. A lot of guys who were drafted top 10 didn't end up finishing in the top 10. So over the last five years, I will tell you that top 12 running backs had a 50% chance of ending in the top 12. So exactly half of the guys drafted as top 12 guys finished as top 12 guys for the last five years combined. Alright. So the, the idea here is that receivers are more, more consistent, easier to call who the top receivers are. Well, over the same time, the last five years, exactly 50% of the receivers drafted in the top 12 ended in the top 12. Same exact number. Not to mention, let's talk about this. In order to land as a top 12 wide receiver, uh, you play a very different fantasy game than landing in the top 12 running backs. In order to be a top 12 running back at the end of the season, you have to be consistent week in and week out and score a shitload of points. That is not the case for wide receivers. Think about Julio Jones, who ended in the top 10 for wide receivers last year. He had three good games all season. Bullfrog, you talked about this a few weeks ago when we were talking about running back rankings. Uh, There are a lot of guys at the wide receiver spot who might score two, three touchdowns uh, in a couple of games and end in that top 12. And then they fucking shit the bed rest of the season. The guys at the top of the running back board are much more consistent week-in and week-out performers than the guys at the top of the wide receiver board. And I'm looking for consistency in my first few picks. That's, to me, how you win a championship.
2: If you're going in with that strategy, I think you're probably setting yourself for failure. But if you have to adapt to that, because you get to a point in the pick where it's like, fuck, no running backs are there that I trust, that I like...
1: Yeah, if and I have the opportunity you, to get, you know, to get right. Gronk or Kelsey in that third or fourth round or whatever it is, yeah, I agree with you on that aspect. But I wouldn't right. I wouldn't miss players. You don't you don't win because you skip players at good positions.
0: So to, to tie up what we've said here is I don't think any of us really love the no running back strategy. But more important than that is and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, if you go into your draft with a particular strategy and you stick to that script regardless of what's happening, you're fucking yourself over. It doesn't matter what strategy it is. Yes, You can go into the, the, the draft with whatever strategy you want. You have to be able to change and adapt to what everybody else in the league is doing and okay. who's falling where, and that's how you win. Right. We did say, after our dynasty draft, have a strategy, which we did not actually yes, do. Y- it's fine to have a strategy, but <laughs> you gotta be willing to be flexible. Uh, so we haven't done the news yet. Let's back up a little bit and do some news. I got too excited about our listeners participating in the show. Thank you! And then you ripped them! 10 Mr. Wreck! And Bread Guy fifteen, we appreciate you.
2: You guys answered the call. Last week I asked for some attention and you gave it. Appreciate yeah, that.
0: He needs that attention. Better keep blowing. If lying. you're listening and you haven't yet written a review, please get on iTunes or Yelp or wherever you'd like. Write us a five-star review. I'll have Wiz read it next time in that voice of his. Yelp. If you've got oh, yeah. questions as we start leading up to you know, if you're playing <coughs> best ball and you have questions, if you're in your dynasty drafts and you have questions, We're not too terribly far off from redraft drafts. Ask us questions. Let us help you win your fantasy league. You can do that. Uh, You can tweet me at Nuts, or you can write us an email, yourfootballfantasy at gmail.com. Now, the news.
1: This week in football.
0: I I didn't see what happened here. This first point says uh, Julian Edelman, fully prepared to appeal the shit out of his four game suspension. And apparently he has some grounds to stand on here. Two things that he's pointing out in his appeal. One, the substance that they found when they did his drug test. Nobody knows what the hell it is. The NFL cannot identify it. That's good. Okay. There is, there is a precedent for unidentified substances <laughs> leading to suspensions that get overturned. The other one is that uh, Edelman is saying that the NFL or whoever did these drug tests mishandled some paperwork along the way. Again, there is some precedence for things like that getting suspensions thrown out. What do you guys think about this Edelman drug deal, this appeal, this suspension? What are your thoughts? I think you give a rigorous defense is what I read. Did we know what happened? Do we know Because the appeal happened a couple of days ago. No, happened Monday.
1: I don't know what the hell happened. He's going to get suspended. I don't. I mean, it will probably get reduced, probably. Yeah, the
2: commission. Not a big fan of the Patriots. You know, he's going gonna... <laughs> to. Although bad. I think Brady could really use him to start the season. Otherwise, that receiver core is uh, slim pickings. Man. I'll tell you
0: what. I got Edelman getting a lot of lot of looks, even without four oh, games. Yeah. If Edelman comes back and plays the entire season, if this suspension is thrown out. I may have him sitting at 170 targets this year, guys. That's
2: with four games out.
0: No, if he comes, if he doesn't get suspended, I had him at 130.
2: Yeah, yeah, I can see 170. I mean, hell, who's gone? a game
0: cooks, yeah, ten a game. So if if he's back, I'm gonna adjust those rankings, and I'm curious to see where he lands because it's gonna be up there.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't see Hogan as your your 12 target guy. Mm -mm. He's your six, seven long, you know, a couple long balls in there. Edelman's your man if he's in there
0: and he's healthy yeah, for sure. Here. Um, <clears throat> all right, so he, so here's one: Janoris Jenkins. He's a cornerback, <laughs> the New York Giants. He went to Florida on vacation right after camp went let out. A couple days later, they found a dead body in his house. His friend, his buddy, a buddy of his, just dead in his house. It was an investigation lasted only what a day, <laughs> and they ended up arresting Jenkins' brother, older brother. Older brother He's for killing,
1: twice already. killing
0: his buddy and tossing him in jail. Does anybody else smell a rat? I'm gonna put this out there: Janoris Jenkins killed this guy, went on vacation, and got his convict brother to fess up to it. Think anybody?
2: So? Anybody? Nah he, was, nah, he had been in Florida for like two weeks he, already. I think. Held, I think. Yeah. You know
0: how long a dead body stays where you put it?
2: Well, they would know that though.
0: Until somebody finds it.
2: All times you would. Yeah, well, yeah. what was the, the time
0: n- of death? I have no idea. Yeah, okay. I haven't read any of the details about that. Uh, I just thought it was funny that they found a dead, a dead body in this guy's house. All over the news. But his so lawyer did tell him to stay in Florida. Smart so just to deal stay with. in Florida. Yep. Just stay the fuck away. Randall Cobb's in a walking boot.
1: Yeah, that's not
0: good. What's that from? Well, uh... Heard, I, think. I heard he's an old 27 is what I read. Presumably it's from something that happened in camp or OTAs because he was fine. He was full participant as far as we knew in the news in all of the off season workouts. And then he's walking around in a boot. Of course he and the team came out said like it's no big deal, it's just temporary. But again, you're a fucking wide receiver in a walking boot. And you're a guy that hasn't hasn't been on the field for a full season in a while. Is there a concern?
2: Yeah, but at the same time I read and you know, you're you're following these week to week NFL games. A guy's in a walking boot Monday, <laughs> Tuesday, he's suiting up on Sunday, yeah. so Indeed. To a, to an extent, it's like fuck. I don't know
0: either. They're just you do amazing things. With drugs exactly. These days. So it's yeah, the off season.
2: You're concerned, but
0: I'm a little bit a hopeful that there's a serious injury here, so that <laughs> Cobb, in fact, gets cut, so I win that bet I've got with Wiz. But it could be so many mm-hmm. damn things. Who knows? For a small guy that makes his living in this in the slot, uh, trying to cut and come out of breaks. We'll see. We'll Let's keep our we'll keep our eye
2: I on. It. Stubbed his toe.
1: Big whiz on his stat of the week. Hey, I'm going to get
0: it right this time.
1: All right, knuckleheads, I'm going to get it. But there were five quarterbacks last year. do had make Five or more rushing TDs. Okay. Cam Newton. Cam Newton is number one. Nice job. Thank you very much. Bullfrog.
2: Five or more
1: rushing. No, there, yes, five or more. Russell?
0: Russell. And only three from Russell. Uh, only three. Uh, Kurt Cousins. Kirk had four, is correct. Oh, damn. Bortles?
1: Uh, Bortles did not make the list, sorry. Uh, Bortles had two. Uh, Let me give you a hint here. One is he... Jameis Winston. No. Wentz? Marcus Mariota. Wentz, and Mer- Wentz is no. Mariota did. Mariota okay. had five. Oh, nice. Good. Okay, you got That's two, two. We've got two. We've guessed eight. We're almost there. We're almost there, Bullfrog. Right. Here comes a hint. Tyrod
0: Taylor? No, for Tyrod. Damn it. But, but Josh someone Mc- in that division. Josh McCown. I just said that. Josh McCown. I said that three Man, seconds ago. Josh strapping. McCown is a total 100% sellout, throw your body at the goal line. Yeah, of course. So you he got five
1: of them. You got two more. One played in Dallas. Dak. Dak. The last one was your boy who's back up now named Deshaun Kaiser.
0: Wow! Kai, oh yeah, Kai. I would never. Him from Crowell <laughs> I forgot all day. I forgot Kaiser existed. I just thought the
1: interesting part is no Russell Wilson, no Kirk Cousins, no Deshaun Watson or North Carson Wentz. The guys that you would expect didn't get there. Yeah. Stat of the week, boys. A running back touch or
2: quarterback touchdown rushing. To, there, that's always a adds value. That's always a tricky. It's an
0: unpredictable stat too. Well, for most guys, Cam yeah. Newton, it's pretty predictable. Well, he yeah. had. He doesn't well, like anybody. You think the same for Russell Wilson. A, I not like anybody Well, Russell Wilson runs a lot, but he he runs behind the line of scrimmage a lot. He runs around a lot. He tries very hard not to run the ball. Cam doesn't like other people. Yeah, Cam, well,
1: that's what that's why he stays alive in the NFL. All right, can I throw a
2: secondary stat of the week? in sure. real quick. Found it by over. research. One one tight end has finished in the top five scoring behind a rookie
0: quarterback. In the is there like a time frame? Forever? The last 20 seasons. behind a, With a one, rookie quarterback.
2: One tight end has finished in the top five scoring behind a rookie quarterback. Throwing the rock. Whew. We're guessing the tight end. Guess the tight end.
0: Let's say... Kellen Winslow Jr. No. Uh, the Browns have a rookie quarterback every fucking year.
1: Um was the guy in Cleveland? Well, that was one of them. The right. <laughs> white Gary, <laughs>
2: Gary Barnett? How about this? It's been in the last five years. It occurred. All right, so he led the league. In- no, he finished in the top five tight end scoring. His quarterback was a rookie. Was it Zach Hurts? Nope. Oh, because Wentz wasn't. But that was a good guess. He right. was a. He finished sixth. I'll try Sixth. Thank you. Cool. I was close. Did you see that? That's it. Oh, Hi. Did you hear you that, Mr. Big Wreck? Oh, I was close. The correct answer is Delaney Walker in 2015.
0: Walker Mariota oh. number
1: two. When I got that one, yeah,
0: tough one. Ooh, that's interesting. When we get to our uh, when we get to our actual tight end rankings, I'm going to su- use that as support for yeah, one of my. Uh... Me too. Yeah. All right. Let's let's get into these. T- you know what? Wiz, I think Bullfrog's trying to take over your uh, stat of the week spot here. No,
2: I just like that. He likes
0: digging for stats. I like the the competition. I'm going to each week judge who did a better (laughs) job.
2: Rankings.
0: We're going to start with the tight ends, guys, because I just want to get them out of the way. Nobody gives a shit about the tight ends. Can I keep this quick then? Well, I've got like 100 dudes to support, to defend. So we, we, we know that the top, however many, three, four guys, are pretty much standard. After that, it's all over the place. So our consensus rankings are just kind of all over the place. Take them with a grain of salt. Dewey's Nuts rankings are the best. At the top of our list, no question, no doubt, no surprises. Gronkowski ends there. Will he finish the season? Probably not. Will he still finish as number one? Maybe. Yeah, good chance. Although only one of us did rank him as number one. That's Bullfrog. Number two here, Zach Ertz. Again, not a surprise. Our number three guy is Travis Kelsey. Now, I'm going to pause here. We all ranked him in our top four. I've got him at three. But Wiz has him at number one, and Bullfrog has him at number four. So I'd like to take a couple of seconds. Let them tell you why they ranked this guy at one and four, which is about as far apart from from each other as you can possibly hope for with Travis Kelsey. Go. So he's
1: the best tight end in the league. I mean, Barring Gronk, okay, right? So, Gronk is absolutely the best. Gronk doesn't play that much. Kelsey plays all the time, and we've had a phenomenal year last year. I believe points per game, he was the highest... Maybe not the highest. Maybe second highest behind Gronk. I have a lot of face, faith in Travis Kelsey. And he's the best receiver on that team.
0: Wow, that's I, a big statement with Tyreek Hill and Sammy Tyreek Hill is a
1: little speedy man around.
0: Carried a lot of mid, mid-range stuff last year. Go ahead, Bullfrog.
2: You know what? <sighs> i agree with many of your points kelsey is a stud uh but the problem is the quarterback play in my opinion um so that's kind of where he, why I, he fell down yeah alex smith is it was is one of the more accurate quarterbacks in the league uh you're bringing in mahomes who fuck as much as i would say is basically a rookie i mean i know he started yeah. a couple that one game he, and one game, he, game he that's well. why i brought start. up that stat of the week uh, you know, co- rookie quarterbacks, or in this case, a second-year guy that played a game, they bring the numbers down of everybody that's touching the
1: football other than them. One I might, guy, I might, I might challenge you on that. I tend to think a lot of rookie quarterbacks dump the ball off. The- well, you would think that,
0: well, but the number of the week just supported the numbers.
2: Still, yeah, I mean, they the the number of times they've even finished in the top ten is only like twice in the last twenty years with a rookie quarterback. Uh, and it was Wentz to Ertz and uh. Mariota to walk, which it.
0: feels counterintuitive. Like if I would have thought about it beforehand, I'd say like, "Wiz, rookie quarterbacks need a safety blanket." But, but he had what stats say? I think, say I think he might have had eight touchdowns last year. Every other year, he was like a five
2: or a four or a three kind that's of pretty guy. Pretty
1: good for tight end, though. Besides Gronk,
0: it's
2: yeah. Really but I think you throw him back down into that three four range. Maybe get maybe give him eight hundred yards. To me,
0: that's more of about a number four spot. Interesting. So we got on one, one side we're arguing the insane athletic ability. Cause he's fucking good. And he can, he can catch. He's got great hands. He's fast. He's tall. He's huge. The other side we got situational argument. He's on a team now with a rookie quarterback. I like it. I like both angles there, guys. Not bad. Our consensus rank number four is Greg Olson, Carolina Panthers. Here's an interesting one. So we're kind of outside of the locked top three guys. Uh, I've got Greg Olson ranked at four. Wiz, you've got, or sorry, Bullfrog, you've got him ranked at three ahead of Travis Kelsey. Big Wiz, you ranked him outside your top ten. You didn't rank him at all. Can you please explain yourself? Sure. Greg
1: Olson's old. Um, He's not as young as he used to be. He's not as athletic as he used to be. He's just not as good as he used to be. You're right. You get to the top three, and those guys are pretty much already lock. After that, it's a fucking dumpster fire. I don't fucking know who it's going to be. It's a shit show. Maybe it's Greg Olson. Maybe it's not. There's not a wide variety here, folks.
0: Well, your rankings don't say that maybe it's Greg Olson. It only says it's maybe it's. now you didn't rank. <laughs> I don't think Greg Olson. To me, he's old. He's falling off. Maybe guys, see that again. Guys, here's a here's just a couple of names that Big Wiz ranked ahead of Greg Olson, <laughs> one of the greats in the league right now. Adam Shaheen. Is I got tired. Adam Shaheen. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. Uh, Greg Olson is old. I think maybe this is some r- residual. Hatred for his time Adam with Shane? the Bears.
1: singer? <laughs> I think he was
0: <laughs> good. Probably more successful there. Uh, maybe this is just some residual hatred for his time with the Bears.
1: No, I no? like I like also I think I he's, good, to... he's a good tight end. I guess how many how much long he last year he played uh, half of the
0: year. Yeah, I hurt his foot real bad, and he came back and he didn't play really well when he was back. But okay. he, 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 so he they drafted rookie tight end. How, how much longer is he going to stick around? Him? He's got one more year. Um, I was at the Carolina Panthers. I was in Carolina at the time, living there. I was at the Carolina Panthers-Chicago Bears game. The last season, Greg Olson was a Bear. Bears are winning this game throughout the majority. I was there with like five or six Panthers fans. We were winning throughout the majority of the game. Middle of the fourth quarter, Greg Olson fumbled twice. That turned into two Carolina Panthers touchdowns, and we lost the game. So I've got some residual hatred there. But you rank them four. Our number five consensus rank, that would be Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham, new Green Bay Packer. Yes, big whiz. I see the eyebrow yeah. lift. Whiz ranked him as a 4,
1: Bullfrog is a 5, and <laughs> Numb Nuts ranked him as an 11.
0: So you you say, you did say a minute ago that Greg Olson's getting kind of old. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Graham is getting kind of old. Gotten kind of old a few years ago. Okay, but, but if you stop there for a second, one of them is a
1: a really good environment in terms of their quarterback.
0: Yeah, and one of them is in a really good environment as in terms of relationship with his quarterback. Here's the thing about Aaron Rodgers. Great quarterback, we all agree. Aaron Rodgers is a fantastic quarterback. This is part of the reason that I've got Jimmy Graham falling into my rankings, because Aaron Rodgers is so damn good. He spreads the ball. He spreads the ball all over the place in the red zone. He does love his wide receivers in the red zone, one or two of them. Here's the thing about Aaron Rodgers. Since 2010. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' tight ends have only scored more than three touchdowns two times and only one touchdown three times. So while he spreads it around and gives the ball to a lot of people in the end zone, it's very rare that it's uh, it's a tight end. I believe Richard Rodgers was the only guy that scored more than three, and he did it twice.
1: Uh, I think Jermichael Finley, buddy. That's what they're missing out. One
0: of each Jermichael Finley once, Richard Rodgers once. Uh, so he scored eight he
1: twice. No. I don't think Richard Rodgers ever produced. Once. Yeah, he
0: did. One time. Eight. So my point here is this. Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, spreads the ball around a lot, and they've tried a long time with tight ends in the end zone. And that's the only reason they signed Jimmy Graham, because he can't run a route, he can't get open, he can't separate anymore. He's an end zone guy. That's all he does anymore. Look at his year last year in Seattle. He had, what, 40 catches and 10 touchdowns? Yeah,
1: 24 red zone targets or something. It was astronomically
0: high. Insane. So they signed him to do that, but Aaron Rodgers doesn't necessarily use that. So he had 10 touchdowns last year. I believe I gave him six this year, which is more than the three, but that drops him down significantly in the rankings because he's not going to be a yardage guy. He's not going to be a huge target guy in the middle of the field. he would be the red zone guy, and I just don't see it happening this year.
2: Fair enough. My only counterpoint to that would just be uh, their passing game has not been as good the last couple seasons well, from an overall team, standpoint. Rodgers wasn't there last year. I mean, even you just, when he was in there, you know, guys aren't as open as they used to be. He's not. Well, he lost. He lost he know, his, his stud for the last few years has
0: been uh, Jordan Nelson. Maybe they're gonna, maybe
2: going to adapt the passing game a little bit to fit Graham in there a little more than previous tight ends. Maybe not. You know, I don't know.
0: But yeah, I, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. Time will tell. Time will tell. Maybe, let's see, if Cobb goes down, maybe. But Cobb's never been a big touchdown guy either. Devontae Adams is going to catch every <laughs> touchdown Aaron Rodgers throws. Our next guy on this list, number six, consensus ranking, that would be Kyle Rudolph. I do believe Wiz loves Kyle Rudolph at six, but we're all pretty close there. He's in the top it's inside the top ten for all of us, so we agree. Here's another one. Number seven on our list. Evan Ingram. I've got Evan Ingram ranked five. Bullfrog's at eight. This is another guy, and this is shocking. That Wiz just didn't rank. Do you want to talk about it? We can't. I just think there's not enough balls to go around Evan.
1: Odell's coming back. Whether he holds out or not, he's gonna get the ball. They just drafted the number, one of the best, supposedly best running backs ever coming out of college. Ever. Ever in suck on my nuts, Barkley. And Sterling Shepard's there. I just don't think there's enough balls to go around.
0: Agreed. But probably inside the top ten. Maybe. I mean, you hear how many times how many times a week you hear somebody say Evan Ingram is a generational tight end. Nobody's ever done what Evan Ingram did last year. I agree that his targets have to go down because he, he had so many passes go his way because there was nobody else there. Everybody got hurt. Everybody. Top 3 top 3 targets got hurt last year.
2: I think the Giants offense as a whole is a very intriguing team offense. Like they could really do a lot of damage or they could disappoint many many draft picks.
0: I'm all for the pieces. Look, give me Eli Manning because I think they're going to score a lot of points. Give me Wayne, motherfucking Gallman, Sterling Shepard. Yes, Odell Beckham and Saquon Barkley are going really high, but the other guys on this team are going to score points, and I think you'll get value for them because yeah. they forgot about after I think last value bad season. value will be
2: found there. But do the top guys let you down, or do they live up to the hype? Is going to be a question as well. You know, does OBJ yeah. finish number one like you guys think? Does of course Does Barkley he will. finish a top five guy?
0: That is completely up in the air. Who knows? Yeah. All right, number eight on our list. Jordan Reed, he's ranked by Wiz at number 5. He's ranked by Bullfrog at number 9. I've got him outside my top 10 at 12. Really quickly, I'll tell you why, and it's its it's as simple as a couple sentences here. Dude's never started more than 9 games in his career. He averages 5.5 starts per year. You can't put up top 5 numbers in 5.5 fucking games, period. Charles Clay is our number 9 guy, and I'm the only fucker who ranked him. He only landed nine because I ranked him six inside my top six, guys. Here's why. On that team, it's him and it's Shady. And that's it. There's nobody else for that ball to go to. Charles Clay has averaged six targets a game since he's been on the Bills. You We talked about this. Kelvin Benjamin. Yes, exactly my point. He's going to get the ball. Well, not not that part. He, uh, Clay's average six targets per game, that's great for a tight end. And if you tell me that I could draft a tight end and he'll get six targets every game, absolutely put him on my fantasy roster because in the last couple of years, it's a handful of guys get six, everybody else gets two, maybe zero. Clay was
1: very good for a very brief period of time last year until he got hurt and then he came back and the same thing, he just didn't do anything.
0: He was fine when he came back. His problem is that he never scored a lot of touchdowns. Now, I bumped him up to just shy of seven targets per game this year because I expect him to be something of a safety net for Josh Allen. I know you just said rookies don't do that, but whatever. A.J. McCarron as well. We know that the offensive line in Buffalo is fuck-ass garbage, so I expect Charles Clay to catch a lot of really short passes because he's going to be the guy that they dump the ball to. There's only two targets worth of shit there.
2: Yeah, I just, I just don't see the stats-wise with targets and receptions for him. My one concern, I've owned him many years, and uh, he's either questionable or doubtful every <laughs> fucking week. So Jordan Reed or if Charles you draft Clay? Him as a t- Charles Clay. Oh, you mean both of them? Both of them. Yeah. Questionable or doubtful leading into every matchup. So, you know, have fun with that. Hopefully you got some other tight ends you can plug in if, if necessary. But
0: Yes, yeah, so you can say that, for the, say that same thing for the other Bills. Shady McCoy is always questionable. And, yeah. But Charles Clay has averaged... 14 starts a year for the past eight years. That's a whole yeah. little bit better than than Jordan Reed. So questionable, yes. But he gets on the field, and he gets the ball, and I think he's going to get the ball a little more. I think he's at, he had, what, 80 targets or so over the last, over the last four or five years each year. And I think it goes up a little bit this year. Anyway, moving on, our next ranked guy, who? Hayden Hurst.
1: I'm not sure how he gets ranked seven here, only because you were doing the consensus here.
0: He's ranked number 10. I ranked him 7. Also not ranked by anybody else. Hayden Hurst is a rookie. How did the
1: next guy not get up?
0: Because I ranked him 16. I just ranked
1: more
2: guys than you. other guys got ranked at 7 and 6. I I only ranked 10, so he gets a number 11. Uh Because I
0: ranked more guys than you, I have slightly (laughs) more pull than these lower dudes. So number 10, Hayden Hurst. Not ranked by these two dumb shits, because they don't pay attention. I ranked him number 7 in my rankings, which... Feels really high, but once you dive into it, there's not a lot of options. He's a Ravens rookie tight end. He was drafted in the first round by a team that has always loved the tight end. Ravens tight ends have either led the team in catches or in touchdowns in six of Flacco's ten years. So they get a lot of passes and they get a shitload of touchdowns.
1: Lamar Jackson is not going to be dumping the ball off. He's going deep every and Lamar time. Lamar
0: Jackson is not going to play until the last four. He might games be the, of the tight end. He might be the tight If he plays tight end, I'll give him these numbers. Hurst, <laughs> 6'5", he's 250. He ran a 4'6", 40, which is awesome. That puts him at 80th percentile speed score. He is an athletic freak. Uh, in, in college, he played in South Carolina, and they lined him up at running back, tight end. They split him out. He played the slot receiver. He can do everything on the field. He runs a great route for a tight end, and he is a fantastic blocker. This guy is going to see 100% of his team's Snaps, a team that loves to play two tight ends and loves to use one of those tight ends as a major receiving threat. Flacco loves his tight ends. I listed it a few weeks ago. He's got a series of of stud tight ends that he's supported over the years. I think Hayden Hurst is just the next one. Thank you.
2: You sold me. Do he's not? So I sell you? you. Sold me. Oh, pump him up on your rankings. You sold me. Move
0: him up on the list, motherfuckers. Guys, the other guy at number ten because we have two tied. That would be the Delaney Walker you mentioned earlier, the last guy to be a top five guy under a rookie. I ranked him at sixteen versus your <laughs> versus your seven and your six, and the only reason I ranked him so much lower, he's a little older. He's thirty two years old. He'll be thirty three by the time the season's going. They drafted this Johnny Smith kid last year. Uh, All he can do is catch the ball. He can't block, so I feel like he's going to take some of those looks. I also feel like the team's going to push really hard to get Corey Davis more targets, the wide receivers more involved in this team, which means less for the tight ends. I don't know that Marcus Mariota is a quarterback capable of carrying more than one or two fantasy receiving options. So... I don't know. I don't know. What, you, what did you guys love about Delaney Walker to put him inside your top ten?
2: Sorry, I was watching Hayden Hurst beat up on the Wolverines on some highlight calls. Awesome, there. Awesome, right? Yeah. He was playing a little fullback, too. God, see,
0: pay attention, he's getting, guys. He's getting some carries
2: out of the back. Dweeznuts
0: Nuts is the shit. Knows what he's talking about. He, anyway, will, he, will, he will inform uh, you.
2: Delaney Walker. Yeah, you know, just been a solid tight end over the years. Yes. Uh, Mariota. Looks for those underneath throws. Um, he's yet to really develop into that guy that likes to go down the field to those receivers he's got in Richard and uh, fucking Corey Davis, you know. But maybe maybe he does stretch the field a little more this year. But
0: Let's look at our quarterback rankings. Much more important than the tight ends. A little bit. Maybe we should start with So we're going to talk about a few more of them. Our consensus rankings start right at the top with Aaron Rodgers ranked our number one. The only guy on the couch here that didn't do that it will be Bullfrog. That put him at three, but I'll give him three. That's not that big a deal. Our second ranked guy, Russell Wilson. I ranked him lowest at four, otherwise we got a one on two. That is our dynasty quarterback. And in fact, the only quarterback we have on our dynasty team that will probably ever start a game <laughs> this year. Oh, speaking of which, a little bit of an aside here.
1: Yeah, we got out a,
0: out. we got a trade offer. Tell us what you think about this yes. dynasty. Okay, so it's yep. a dynasty league.
2: Man.
0: Age is important. We've been trying to get another quarterback because Russell Wilson is the only one we have on the team, and each Josh team, Rosen. each of the twelve guys, that's terrible. Each of the twelve guys has each of the other eleven guys on the, in the league has four or five quarterbacks. So Man. there's nobody left. Russell plays every game, but let me hear what you got. Nobody left. So we try to make a trade for Blake Bortles. I like it. See, look, a guy we could get. Got a really easy schedule. Fuck yeah, it is. Uh, our trades got shot down. The counteroffer that we just got back was Blake Bortles. We get Blake Bortles, we give up DJ Moore. No. Who we think is our the favorite rookie receiver to do things for a long time in yeah. Carolina. What are your thoughts? You play one quarterback. Right. One quarterback. And you have three receivers and three flex spots. Fuck
1: no. and a That's dynasty, what I think
0: dynasty league. Oh, just wow. Just buckethead. This is... This is... mine. stars. Nope. This What's, is... uh That's what she said.
2: I think a lot of it depends on the rest of your receiver core. Yeah. Where you guys were not liking... Keenan Allen,
0: Cooper Cup, Sterling Shepard, and then DJ Moore. <laughs> and then we got... And Michael Gallup. <laughs> and Michael Gallup. Then we got shit. Yeah.
2: Well, that sounds like a lot of shit already, but... Yeah. yeah. Yes, it does. I think we got to hold on to Moore. Because... Oh, we have
0: Muhammad Sanu?
2: What's his other... Yeah, you might want to wait and see on that, maybe. You know? See how Moore... I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm not making that There's trade. too much upside with yeah, more than there is with portals. I don't think yeah, you can.
2: You got Wilson. If he goes down, you're fucked anyway. Yes, I, I to, I'm bought into that.
0: I think we picked up AJ McCarron because he was the next best guy available <laughs> after the draft. <trail>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We're in trouble. Let's, let's keep going here. Our number three consensus ranked guy, who I expected to be lower on this list, but I actually ranked him at number three after I put the numbers onto paper. That'd be Carson Wentz. Deshaun Watson came in at number four. Another guy that I thought I would have ranked lower if I just did this looking at it, but my projections have him at number six, so pretty close. Drew Brees comes in as our, as our consensus number five. I've got him five. Wiz has him six. Bullfrog, you've got him all the way down at number ten. Drew Brees, first ballot Hall of Famer, going to have the all-time record for most accurate quarterback that's ever played the game, and you're telling me he's 10th best this year. Why? 39 years old, number nine quarterback last
2: season, 19th in pass attempts last season, which was his lowest since 2009, 536 attempts, only 23 touchdowns, which was his lowest since 2003 with the San Diego Chargers. I don't think he'll be quite that bad, but pretty damn close. And I think there's some younger up-and-coming guys that are going to finish slightly above them, so I put them at 10.
0: So not bad. I've been saying this all along, though. I think defenses coming into this year are actually going to game plan against that running game that went off last year. And as dumb as it sounds, defensive coordinators are going to come into the Saints games saying, Truck, we're going to make Drew Brees beat us because they're not going to let Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram in that run game do it. And I think Drew Brees is absolutely up to that task. Number six on our consensus rankings is one of those younger guys that Bullfrog thinks is up and coming that's going to finish ahead of Breeze. That'd be Tom Brady. He's 50. Bullfrog's got him ranked <laughs> at four. Two. I've got him ranked at two. Wiz. Wiz, hate, you talk all the time about how much you love the Patriots and Bill Belichick, but you've got Brady at 13. Yeah, well,
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow Bullfrog on this one, folks. It, you know... He's a little older than Piggy 39. Back, piggyback. He's a little older than 39. He's a little bit older He turned 41, folks, okay? Um, right? He, he th- said he's wh- going to play till 45. Great. Um, that's wonderful. He's turning 41. He doesn't have a receiver. We just talked about that. He, however, he's, I expect Elmody suspended. Maybe it's only three games. Who knows? Gronk's there. Gronk's hurt half the time.
0: Jordan Matthews is not the guy. Jordan Matthews isn't great. Uh, Mitchell? Is Mitchell still running around? He's actually not cleared to play yet. Okay, so I'm not sure who they have.
1: I do know this. <laughs> they drafted another running back in the first round named Sonny Michelle. They got Rex, sexy Rex Burkhead, James White, Josh Hill. I think... Jeremy Hill. Jeremy Hill, right? Not Josh Hill.
0: Josh Hill's a tight end. He's a tight end. Um,
1: For the I think Bill also is going to prove that it's Bill's team. It's not TB12, and it's not Gronk's team. It's back to Bill. He's going to start running the ball again. That's what I expect. Surely... Later, Tom Brady's going to fall off the wagon, and I expect it to happen now.
0: I got him at two. He ain't falling off shit. I'd also like to
1: tell you this. His his ceiling and his floor next year, his floor is actually 308, which would put him at about number 11, 12, and it was 13 on my list.
0: So I've got him at two, and I love him this year. I think that, as always, the team's just going to score a shitload of points, and I think it's coming through the air. A lot of it through the air to those running backs. Three of those running backs that you listed, their strength is catching the ball. Anyway. I want to warn all listeners now. Tom Brady is a great quarterback. He is a really good fantasy quarterback. But if you're going to draft Tom Brady, do it with the understanding that when it comes time for your fantasy football playoffs, that you can't start Tom Brady. Tom Brady scores about half of his yearly average throughout all of the fantasy playoffs over the last eight years. He falls off come week 13. So, so know that going in. You draft him in the beginning. Understand that you're going to have to find somebody else if you want to win that championship. He is, he is the guy that has dashed more fantasy, hopes, and dreams than anybody else in the league. Number seven in our consensus rankings, Cam Newton. Now, Cam Newton's ranked number three on Wiz's list, and number six on Bullfrog, a guy that I expected to be way higher on my list. He came in at fourteen for me when I did the rate the the uh, stat statistical projections. What the fuck was I thinking? Crackhead. <laughs> Here's why. Let me tell you why. So I've got his passing numbers looking pretty much the same as they did last year, except he's gonna score a few more touchdowns. He was hobbled in the beginning of last year. Otherwise, attempts, completion percentage, yards per game, all that stuff is gonna be maintained pretty much the same. It's his rushing numbers that take a hit for me. Cam Newton has always relied on his rushing numbers for fantasy production to get him into that. He's been a top five fantasy quarterback all but like one or two years. Regress his, to the mean here, Duane. Regress career. to the mean. But I think so. Last year he averaged five point four yards per carry as a runner with the ball, and he ran the ball a lot. This year I had that dropping down to four point three yards per carry. That's the only change I made, and that dropped him from I believe if if he was back at 5.4 he'd be my 6th quarterback dropped him all the way down to 14 okay it's only an 11 point difference but that was enough to bump him i want to i say that because i want to tell you that i have nine quarterbacks my 6th through 14th ranked quarterback that are all within 18 fantasy points Wiz, you said this over and over about a, a number of positions quarterback one of them there's a few guys at the top the top 5 that separate themselves, and literally 6 through 14 on my projections are within 18 fantasy points for each other. So that 11-point difference would have jumped Cam Newton from 14 to 8 in my rankings.
1: Just along those lines, even last year, number 3 through 10, the difference was 40 points. Um, That's I'm saying.
0: So so most of everyone's
1: starting quarterbacks... Are averaging about a three point difference over the week, each week.
0: So any of those, any of these guys, all the way down through my eleven, I'd take, I'd take Cam Newton earlier than fourteen, but he's pretty much in the same spot as everybody else there. That's that's the only change I made. Slightly less yards per carry as a runner, whatever, and it made a huge
2: difference. Seven hundred and fifty four yards on the ground last year. That was his career high.
0: Yes, career high. His coaches fucking hate it when he runs the ball. They got a new offensive coordinator, runs that Air Auriel offense, right? Likes to throw the ball really deep. Likes a smash mouth run game, which they don't really have. But North Turner doesn't have a proof produce points. So North Turner, who runs that offense, understands that you have to run the ball and hand it off so that you can set up your deep throws on the play action. You have to hand the ball off in order to be able to set up the play action, though. I just I just kind of think they're going to run the ball with a running back more than a quarterback this year, maybe for the first time in a while. Anyway, number eight on our consensus, that's Philip Rivers. We're all, we're all right there. 10, 10, and nine. That's maybe the closest guy out of all of these fours. Kirk Cousins comes in, tied at number eight. Again, we're all ranked pretty close to the same spot on Kirk Cousins. We expect good things. Matthew Stafford, we don't we don't agree on Matthew Stafford. Uh, Bullfrog here, the local boy, Detroit Lions fan. Has Stafford at seven. I've got him at seven as well. Not because I'm a Lions fan, but because I've paid attention to where Stafford finishes <laughs> each year. Uh, apparently, Wiz forgot to look to see where Stafford's finished since he's been playing. He's you've a got Bears to,
1: fan. You fuck. He's a Bears. You've fan. got to
0: make that eighteen. Yeah, I, I,
1: I realize where Stafford finishes. He finishes seven every year, but he's had the he's had the same he's had the same coach or the same type of coach every year. Where they just dropped. Jim back Bob and let, Cooter is the same. Unless, coach as he Unless had last Stafford year. just go back in there and throw the ball all over the field, folks. Well, now they have a new coach. I'm, I'm going to, going to uh, presume it's going to have a new different offense. New England to it. didn't throw the ball all over. Well, I think Matt, Matt Patricia didn't
0: have anything. Matt, Matt Patricia brought
1: in Carryon Johnson and brought in Garrett Blood. You guys haven't had a, a running back who scored over six touchdowns since 2000. Well, we still. I <laughs> expect that to change. Let's Garrett Blut right? gets the ten. Okay, so honestly, quarter like you just said before, quarterbacks ten through twenty, they're so fucking close. I don't know where they're gonna sit, but somewhere Stafford
0: probably is way too low on my list at 18 yeah probably Probably way too low but realistically I get your point I said this when we were talking about the coaching show yeah you remember that way back when I think Matt Patricia comes in and I think he tries to slow the game down he did keep Jim Bob Cooter who has the offense that Stafford's been playing in but we'll see what we'll see we'll see who wins out in that struggle I can see
2: Stafford becoming a better quarterback Maybe not quite as good as statistic wise for fantasy
0: and maybe being a better like, NFL quarterback. Yeah,
2: maybe uh maybe finish in ten or twelve, but eighteen. Uh, I would like to tell you a
1: stat here. He finished number thirty five in red zone completion attempts.
0: Number thirty five in completion attempts. Well, that's not good. That's terrible in red zone. That's because they scored all their touchdowns with Marvin Jones from 25, 35. Not many time. of them though. Because Eric Ebron dropped seven <laughs> wide open fucking touchdowns. <laughs> Andrew Luck comes in at our consensus number 11. I've got him at 8, uh, maybe because I just kind of think he's going to play <laughs> this year. I'm not sure why you guys hate on Andrew Luck quite as much as you do.
1: I like Andrew Luck, just not
0: sure if he's going to play. That's fair. Big Ben Roethlisberger, our consensus, number 12. I've got him in the teens. Bullfrog has him in the teens. Wiz has him as number 7. I don't hate it, but tell us a little bit about why.
1: Well, he's got the best receiver in the game. Probably the best running back in the game. The best
0: receiver. Thank you. He's awesome. Statistically, he does, right? God, I'd suck that
1: And Juju's still running around over there. Um, What's not to like about Big Ben? Not much has changed. He's still Big Ben. And supposedly, I think he's rejuvenated. Now that he actually drafted a quarterback, he gives a fuck again. He is number 1 in red zone attempts. He is number 2 in deep ball attempts, and by the way, he finished number seven in fantasy points per game by quarterback. That's why he's number seven.
0: That's why he's number seven. There you go. Yeah, but he
2: sucks on the road. He's He has five big fucking games a year where he throws five touchdowns. Hopefully it's touchdowns. at the end of the year when you're in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, hopefully you can stream him. Not so I'm have pretty him at, sure uh, he's
0: broken his ankle at least once a season. He's a streamer he to me. Big
2: Ben is a streamer. If I had him as my every week starting quarterback, I'd be a little concerned. What
1: concerns me about Big Ben is that, similar sometimes to the Patriots, they start off slow, like junk, and all of a sudden they just rip it off at you know middle to the end of the year. Yeah.
0: Uh, Matt Ryan, Natty Ice Ryan comes in as our consensus 13. I've got him significantly higher than everybody else inside my top 10 on his bounce back year. The, the rest of these guys have him 15 and 19. Yeah, not a lot to say. We know what Matt Ryan's done in the past statistically. I expect a bounce-back year for that whole offense. The entire offense, I think, is going to—they they can't be as bad. There's no—they could try hard, and they can't I be try, as bad. I, as bad I as want to agree with
1: team. you, but it, Shark's still there.
0: Yeah. Are you concerned? No. Not at all? No, because no, they're going to come back, right? I think they're going to come back. <laughs> I right. just Muhammad Sanu's awesome. You know, they went and drafted Calvin Ridley because Julio Jones can't catch the ball in the red zone. I think they're going to be fine, and I think he's going to end up fine. He'll never have a year like he did two years ago, but the years prior to that, he was fine, and he'll stay there. Jimmy GQ Garoppolo, number 14 on our list. I've got him at 15. Bullfrog's at 20. Wiz is at 8. Eight high. Why not? What's
1: there not to like about Jimmy GQ? Five starts. First of all, I'm buying it on Kyle Shanahan's offense. He proved it with Matty Ice. He resurrected Matty Ice. Put Matty Ice in number two quarterback overall, and the other thing I like to point out here: when during his four starts, the last four starts of the year, he finished number three quarterback overall. I'm buying high. What's there not to like about him?
0: I like he, him. It was just a he's small good
1: looking, and he looked he looked good for those last four.
2: The small sample size. That's Pierre Garcon, time. Marquise Goodwin, love, George Kittle. Give me guys. somebody to fucking throw it to. Holy love, shit! Love these guys.
1: I could say the same
2: thing about Cam Newton. DJ, DJ Moore, baby. Newton picks you up, fucking. 150 fantasy points on the ground. And
0: Garoppolo does not run the fucking I have faith in Kyle Shanahan. Fair. Jared Goff comes in at our consensus 15. These two fucked nuts have him at 11. I have him at 24. And the reason is because even last year, he wasn't that good of a quarterback, guys. He was on a great team with a great coach, but he wasn't that good of a quarterback. Uh, His yards per catch, yards per completed pass, have got to come down. This is my favorite stat from the entire season last year. Todd Gurley had more yards after the catch than he did receiving yards, which again simply means he caught the ball behind the line of scrimmage and did all the work by himself all year long. If I'm a defensive coordinator going to play the LA Rams, the number one thing that I try to fucking stop is Todd Gurley catching the screen pass because that killed teams. So I anticipate maybe Gurley not to do all the work for Jared. Jared, Todd Gurley gave Jared Goff 700 passing yards without him having to throw the ball forward once last year. That can't happen again. His yards per catch come down.
2: One thing I do appreciate about Goff is that the Rams, as a team, seem like that team that up 30, they're still fucking going
0: for the throat. I also I, like they last year. They brought you, in Brandon
1: Cooks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but
0: they got rid of Sammy Watkins. Who's better can, receiver? You can say that, but Sammy Watkins caught fifty. It was fifteen point three yards per catch last year and scored eight touchdowns. That's, That's the most a, yeah. on the team. But you, just you can say, about, say that you, he was. You rank
1: Tom Brady number two overall because of Tom Brady stats last year, and he had Brandon Cooks running around. Yeah. St. Louis just brought in New England's number one wide receiver. Sure. Yeah, but well, you think some?
2: I know some of those Watkins scores that were coming when the Rams are up twenty, and they're still
0: fucking sure throwing the deep ball. And the fucking deep ball, not yeah. to mention—I mean,
2: I mean, I would Sammy like, Watkins
0: they, had twenty-five percent of the fucking or twenty-four percent of the end zone share as well. He's the, losing the target, but the Rams have three legit
1: receivers, right?
0: And Gurley. The, yep. the Rams have three legit receivers, and I—and I'm not saying that uh, all of his numbers are going to come down. The one number that I have coming down significantly right. is his yards completed pass. And just doing that drops him down my list. I expect his touchdown numbers to come down uh, quite a lot again because he's losing his best touchdown guy from last year in Watkins. The other guys on the team that he threw the ball to more couldn't find the end zone. Uh, Maybe Brandon Cooks can. Maybe he can't. I don't know. Uh, But the big one has to be that yards per completed pass. You realize that he was the 12th highest in that stat over the last five years and that there's only four guys that have ever been able to repeat a yards per completed pass as high as, as he had two years in a row. Two of them were Cam Newton. One of them was Trent Green. Remember Trent Green? <laughs>
2: I
1: Ooh, do. Yeah. Greatest show on turf.
0: Yeah. Part do. Yeah. So these for these reasons,
1: I, I, I just think that's a weak argument that to sit there and say that because of his his, his yards per attempt to come down, or he's
0: not. They're not going to throw the ball more than they did last year. Sure. When it, if his yards per attempt come down by by two yards per catch, that's that's nearly a thousand yards in passing. Still finishing top five in touchdowns hit. too, though. I mean, I, his touchdown regressions coming as well.
1: And he, he, I think he had more firepower than anything. Well, he lost his best
0: touchdown weapon.
1: He brought in Brandon Cooks.
0: Yeah, we'll see what Brandon Cooks does with him. I don't know.
2: I mean, I I, I believe in golf. I mean,
0: we'll see. He's a young guy. You I know. believe in the Rams. Yeah, I do too. I don't necessarily believe in golf
2: okay we'll see
0: all right uh next up on our list eli manning is our number 16 consensus rank we're all right there on him marcus Mariota actually comes in tied at number 16 bullfrog you're higher on him than the rest of us at 12 i've got him at 20 was it 17 what is it about Mariota who had a just garbage year last year just fucking terrible year last year why do you like him this year to be top 12 yeah, I mean, on your terrible garbage year,
2: he finished as the 18th quarterback. So if that was a fucking trash year, then hell, you can only do better than 18. Uh, the year before that, he was 12. The year before that, he was 22. I just see Mariota as a as a streamer draft pick. Um, if you want to go with that streamer uh, mentality, uh, strategy, then I think Mariota is one of those guys you got to pick up. After week seven, his schedule is fucking cupcake. You know, you could probably pick him up off the free agent wire, but I still think he's ranked there because that's where he's going to finish. Uh, he gets to play the Colts twice and a bunch of other shitty teams like the Jets and the Texans, who always give up 38 points. I'm a believer.
0: <laughs> he's got to bounce back, right? Absolutely. He's got. Like, b- I like
2: Mariota. He's got to bounce back from Mariota. He I runs like the dude. ball. I like him in Oregon. He gets a couple. He gets those points on the ground. I'm a fan of that in fantasy.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's great for fantasy. At 18 on our consensus rank is Alex Smith. I've got him ranked at 11. I believe in Alex Smith. I know that he went to a new team this year. I think he he got to leave Handy Reed, which is a good thing. You agree, Bullfrog. Uh, he he went to a team that's pretty good offensively, has produced a pretty good quarterback in Kirk Cousins offensively for a while. Alex Smith is insanely accurate. i got to defend this, right, because he's 11 on my list. Wiz is looking at me funny because he's 18 or 24. 24?! On his list, who is he throwing the ball to? He was a Pro Bowl quarterback last year, bro. Who's he throwing the ball to? In Washington, yeah, uh, Josh Doxon. Uh, uh What's that? Paul Richardson that they brought Jameson in. A, a Jameson, Jameson Crowder. Crowder, who's an amazing, wild oh, yeah, big name, big
1: names. Jordan Raiders there. Wait, half wait, wait. The time. So
0: are we buying names? or Are we buying production? I don't know. I got worked on some of mine. We could check Jameson Crowder's production, and I promise you that he's just fine. Uh, Doxson had a, had quite a year last year as well. Just putting that out there. Jordan Reed for five and a half games is a good target for Alex Smith. Uber accurate. We know that uh, his time as a Kansas City Chief puts him seventh all-time accuracy numbers tied with Aaron Rodgers. We don't
1: win points for accuracy. You don't.
0: Know yeah, but the more you throw the ball, the more accurate you throw the ball, the more stats you get. He's got two of the best offensive tackles at of the game going to Washington, and Trent Williams and Morgan Moses. He's going to have all the time in the world uh, that he, he needs the back ball. there. Washington is far more aggressive offense than Kansas City has been since the respective coaching staffs have been there. uh, Washington throws the ball a whole lot more than Kansas City ever did, so his attempts are going to go up. He's going to maintain as much accuracy as he's had in the past, which means he gets more yards, and he ends up with more touchdowns because the more you throw it, the more you score. He's got a tough schedule. I expect them to be down a little bit. Uh, I don't like their run game very much, so they're going to end up throwing the ball. They're actually, they're Their offensive line, their running offensive line, was 21st in the league last year. So whatever juice, say what you will, that that offensive line can protect the passer, but they can't open a hole. I expect him to throw the ball a lot more, and I expect him to complete as many as he has in the past. More yards, more touchdowns, more points. 11th overall.
2: He's just not that good of a quarterback. He's a solid NFL quarterback. He's about an 18-touchdown guy over his career. I don't see it doing any better than last year. Not even close. I see him more of his career numbers, which is like a 15 through 20 quarterback.
0: Number 18, tied with Alex Smith, is Blake Bortles on our list. Bortles, who we're trying to trade for, but we're probably not going to get him. Bullfrog, you got him at 13. Blake Bortles is a a Jacksonville Jaguar, so you're going to have to defend that.
2: I real quick, you know, the same old story I've done all night. Uh, Bortles, last three seasons, number 13 quarterback, number 9 quarterback, number 4 quarterback. Four! Number 4 in 2015, buddy. I don't know what else you want me to tell you. He finishes there. He gets, you know, people complain that he's fucking terrible, but he continues to score points. And his wide receiver core is not even good. You know, they're not that good. They have so many guys, though. Their defense is great. Puts them, into, puts them in position to score frequently. He picks up those extra rushing yards and scores. He's got the easiest quarterback schedule on the docket. That's as why of we want right him.
0: now. That's why we want him. So I just
2: see him being, uh you know, wherever I got him. What the fuck? 13? I'm uh, 13 at least.
0: I've got him I'd 18. I probably think he's better. I've got him 18 we'll right see. where he landed in our consensus ranking, so I'm right. Derek Carr at 20. The Raiders are garbage, Carr's garbage. We're not going to talk about him. 21, Case Keenum. Uh some of us have him ranked right around 21. Bullfrog didn't rank him at all. Bullfrog forgot that Case Keenum exists because he's a forgettable guy. But he scores fantasy points. Uh you guys liked his receivers last week. I believe you both argue both argue for De'Marius Thomas. Tell me this, Bullfrog, how does De'Marius Thomas have a top 10 season? If Case Keenum doesn't finish in your top twenty-five,
2: I'm sure it's statistically possible. Oh, feeding the possible. Beast. I
0: think you forgot what no. you said last Fuck, week. Fuck,
2: I only rank twenty-five quarterbacks, so put him at twenty-six. He's only fucking did, seven spots off. I yours. did put
0: him at twenty-six. Son of a Andy bitch. Dalton comes in at our consensus twenty-two. We're all right about the same spot there. Tyrod, here's one that mind fucked me <laughs> when I saw it. Tyrod Taylor. Cleveland Browns starting quarterback. Will he finish the season as that starting quarterback? I don't know. Will he make it to the bye as a starting quarterback? Who knows? I didn't rank him because I, I don't fucking know at all. But, Bullfrog, you've got him here as your 15th best quarterback. Way better what? than Case Do I really Keenan.
2: have to do it again to you guys? Yep. I mean, t- yes, tell me Are how you how not he's getting sore in the back end yet? Tell me how he's would finished in the past. In the
0: past! As, the a, past. as a backup Number quarterback. Number
2: 16! Number 8, number 16, folks, I put him at 15. The The weapons he has now in Cleveland are the best he has ever fucking had. And the backup there that they just drafted doesn't scare me. Not this year, So you, probably not next year. So
0: you anticipate Tyrod Taylor plays as starter for 16 games?
2: Yeah, because I think or, they're going to be a lot better than they were last year, and it's hard to pull out the rug from a team that's competing.
0: Yeah, they are the Cleveland Browns, though, so they'll find exactly. ways to lose. They they, you're not wrong. They've got weapons better than he's ever had. What receivers did he ever have in Buffalo outside of Sammy Watkins? But they're gonna they're gonna find they're gonna find ways to lose.
2: Josh Gordon, have you seen that guy's fucking arms lately? God
0: damn it, they're <laughs> almost as big as mine. You see mine? I'll pull them out for you guys today. Fucking Dewey's nuts. Got some guns. That's what I did. I did some push ups before you guys got here <laughs> just to swirl up a little bit. Uh, all right, T- whatever. Tyrod Taylor. We don't need to argue it. He's a Brown. Patrick Mahomes comes in as our 24. I put him at 17. You guys didn't rank him at all. I don't want to talk about why, though. Although I will say, who was it on the team? Tom Bahali came out today, just today, and said, I don't, I don't want to overhype this guy, but I pretty much compare him to Brett Favre. Oh, God. (laughs) Dak Prescott tied at 24, along with he's only going to play 13 games and, or 14 games and not even, he's not even going to bother To appeal his suspension. I think he did apologize. That'd be Jameis Winston. Remember, he said he didn't do it, but he's not going to bother to appeal his suspension. Winston, who had the opportunity to be big time this year, ends up at our number 24. Still somebody... Look, once you get to this bottom of this list, these guys are... Who knows? I like Keenum okay, but Jameis Winston is somebody that, that... is maybe even draft worthy if you've got a roster spot that you can sit him on because when he comes back, he might be st- still just as good as we thought he might be all year. Thoughts about that? I think it's tough to hold a roster spot for
2: a second quarterback, depending on the league and how many bench spots you have. But I know in my big money league, I don't ever have a spot that I can waste. So my especially league play on a two quarterback.
1: quarterbacks, um, which is something that we started new last year. I think that honestly, almost every team plays two quarterbacks. Because they pretty most points, so a lot so of the streamers have, so have that we're have a talking about. You
0: saying you have a super flex?
1: Super flex, yes. That is allow, allows to be yeah. the, the quarterback. I think to your point is all these guys actually are picked up in my league. They're not there, but you're 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 playing streamers continuously if you yeah. got them. On the second spot. Yeah, right. I mean, you're just trying to rotate the best one in there, that right. best match at least.
2: So yeah, you're gonna yeah you're gonna have two maybe even three quarterbacks on your roster. Correct.
1: So that second spot you could rotate two guys. Winston's going there.
0: That, that's it, guys. We've ranked. So,
1: the next one's twenty-seven. Trubisky. Would you take a flyer on him? Nope. You, and not at all?
0: Fuck no. Dynasty? Nope. <laughs> He's garbage. All right. Uh, 50, 59% less than 59% accuracy, and his average depth of target was four yards downfield last year. If you can't complete the ball 60% of the time when you're throwing from you to me, from you to me, that's a problem.
1: Hey, they won a game last year when he completed four passes. Did they win one?
0: <laughs> That's a fantasy quarterback. I won on my team four passes. Look, guys, it's Thursday. It's a school night. It's 9.52 p.m. That is way past my bedtime. Uh, Bullfrog's coffee's all gone. I don't know why Wiz opened a second beer. We got to go. Uh, somebody's going to get laid tonight. ain't going to be me. I had my one one for the month. <laughs> Uh, ain't gonna be whiz. Yeah, baby! There you go. All Right. right, fuck off.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Do us a favor by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, like, follow, and share our Facebook page, and leave reviews everywhere to let people know just how much you love us. We'll see you back next week to make more of
0: your fantasies come true.